Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the podcast. It's my podcast. It's called The Dictionary. That was a terrible way to start this episode. Uh, before I get started, I just want to give a, a little bit of a shout out to a podcast I've been listening to. It is called Invisibilia. Um, I think it's made by NPR. It's been going on for four or five years, maybe six, something like that. Anyway, uh, I've been listening to it and it uh, is really, really fascinating and educational. I've been learning a lot, so I highly recommend listening to Invisibilia. Uh, the episode I was listening to earlier today is about frame of reference and, uh, you know, what is your frame of reference and you very likely, there are lots of other frames of reference that you're not aware of. Um, and the the first, uh, they, they talked to one person for the first half of it about her experience with life. And she is on the autism spectrum. She was diagnosed with Asperger's, which is a term that I don't think is really used anymore. Um, but uh, she has a fascinating story. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just really think it's interesting. And I connected with her story especially. Anyway, let's talk about the words in today's episode. Top of page 200. We made it to another 100, 100 pages. Um, I was thinking today, how many words are on a page? Let's see. In this episode, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So I'm thinking, you know, 10 to 15 is probably the average, uh, which is making me think that each page has about... 40 to 60 words on it, give or take, uh, which means I have, I have, if, if my math is correct, um, I have talked about 12,000 words so far. I think that's right. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll keep a tally. Okay, so the first word is cementation. It's like cement with an ation at the end. Noun from 1594. One, a process of surrounding a solid with a powder and heating the whole, that's W-H-O-L-E, heating the whole thing so that the solid is changed by chemical combination with the powder. Two, the act or process of cementing, and then also the state of being cemented. When I say things like that, and then also, that's because there is a colon after the first part, before the second part, and I don't know what that is exactly. Maybe I should look at the beginning of this book to figure that out. It doesn't say also, uh, you know, it's just another similar but different part of the definition. All right, next we have cementite. Cementite, noun from 1888. A hard, brittle iron carbide. Oh, and then the the symbols are F-E-3 and then C. F-E, I think, is iron. So there's three of those and then one C, which is carbon. Uh, a hard, brittle iron carbide that occurs in steel, cast iron, and iron carbon alloys. Cementite. Next is cementitious. Cementit. I don't know why I find this word funny. Cementitious. Uh, this is an adjective from circa 1828, having the properties of cement. It is cementitious. That sidewalk is cementitious. Next is cementum. Cement with a U-M at the end. Uh, this was, I think, a synonym in the last episode. Somewhere around there, I believe. Yes, cement, number three, cementum. Uh, so what is this? It is a noun from 1842. It's probably just cement, but let's read it. A specialized bony layer. It's not cement. 
a specialized bony layer of connective tissue covering the dentin of the part of a tooth, normally within the gum. And then it says to see the tooth illustration. Uh, so part of the tooth is the cementum. Next is cemetery. 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 Noun from the 15th century. The, uh, the definition is just a burial ground. There's a bunch of etymology. Let's see if any of it is interesting. This is from the Greek koimiteron, koimiterion. That is a sleeping chamber. So I guess you, if you wanted to think about it that way, it's a place where people are sleeping forever. Uh, also, just burial place. That is from koimon, which means to put to sleep, akin to the Greek word kisthai, which means to lie, from the Sanskrit word uh, set or seat, uh, sete, something like that, S-E-T-E, and that means he lies. So uh, it is a cemetery. Next is C-E-M-F, all caps, abbreviation for counter-electromotive force. No idea what that is, but I assume we will get to that probably later, maybe. Next we have, let's see, Senecal. I think that is how you would pronounce it. Senecal. C-E-N-A-C-L-E. Senecal. Noun from 1889. A retreat house, especially one for Roman Catholic women directed by nuns of the Society of Our Lady of the Senecal. It's sort of like tentacle. Maybe all of these nuns have tentacles. No, that's silly. Uh, this is from the Latin, lower Latin, uh, Canaculum. I think that is Canaculum. I think that's how you would say it. The room, that is the room where Christ and his disciples had the Last Supper. Ah, didn't know that room had a name. Um, also from the Latin, uh, which means top story. Don't know what the word is. Is it the same word? Canaculum? I don't know, but it's top story. Probably from their word cana or sena, which means dinner. So, oh, the the cenaculum or the canaculum is the room where you eat dinner. Uh, I wonder if they named it after the Last Supper or they had the Last Supper there because it's a room for eating dinner. I don't know the history about that. But uh, yeah, and then it became just a retreat house. I think I've spoken about that enough. Let us move to a suffix, C-E-N-E. It, is, um, it means recent. Uh, this is for uh, in names of geologic periods, as in the Eocene. And that is spelled E-O-C-E-N-E, the Eocene, recent. Uh, This is from the Greek kainos, which means new or recent, and there's more at the word recent. And actually, if you look at the word recent, uh, the C-E-N is there at the end. Uh, They put the T there instead of the E, but uh, it sort of has its own suffix in it, kind of. Next, we have the word cenobite, C-E-N-O-B-I-T-E. Uh, before I was recording this, I, I was like, oh, there's the word Cenobite is in here. I said that to my wife uh, because she's a horror fan. Uh, I guess I'm a horror fan too. And there are Cenobites in the movie Hellraiser. I didn't know it was a, a real word. Um, by the way, you could also spell it C-O-E-N-O-B-I-T-E. Uh, so what what is this? Why is it in this book? It is a noun from the 15th century. It is a member of a religious group living together in a monastic community. And Cenobitic, or Cenobitic, 
that is an adjective. This is from the Lower Latin, koinobita, from koinibium, or koinobium, which means monastery, uh, from the Lower Greek, koinobion, uh, which is from the Greek prefix koin uh, plus bios, which means life, and there's more at the word quick. Man, quick, how does that get in here all the time? Um, yeah, so it's uh, it, that's what it is. You know, the Cenobites in uh, Hellraiser, I don't think I would call them members of religious group living in a monastic community, um, but maybe I just don't know enough about them. If you're old enough, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a fun movie to watch. You know, it's not perfect maybe, but it's it, there's some co- really cool effects actually in there from the 80s. Next we have Cenotaph or Cenotoph. And there, that's a PH at the end. This is a noun from 1578. A tomb or a monument erected in honor of a person or group of persons who remains are elsewhere. So their, their, their body was uh, something happened to it at one place, but then they've got a tomb or a monument for them, and that is a cenotaph. Uh, this is from the French cenotaph, from the Latin cenotaphium. Uh, let's see, from the Greek kinos, which means empty, plus taphos, which means tomb. Aha, we've, we've figured it out. Uh, so yeah, it's from the Greek word kenotaphion, uh, which basically means empty tomb. And that's what a cenotaph is. Uh, but but now I'm thinking of taffy, cenotaphy. Uh, next we have cenote, C-E-N-O-T-E, cenote, noun from 1841. A deep sinkhole in limestone with a pool at the bottom that is found especially in Yucatan. This is a Mexican-Spanish word from the Yucatec word. Uh, how would you pronounce this? Tsonote? It is T-S apostrophe O-N-O-T. Tsonote. That's that's what I'm going to guess. Uh, but then, you know, we just say synote. It's a, it's a big sinkhole. Uh, but it has a pool at the bottom, so you can jump down. Maybe you're going five feet. Maybe you're going 5,000 feet. But then you get to hang out in a pool. Next, we have Cenozoic uh, or Cenozoic. Capital C-E-N-O-Z-O-I-C. Adjective from 1841 of relating to or being an era of geological history that extends from the beginning of the tertiary period to the present time and is marked by a rapid evolution of mammals and birds and of angiosperms and especially grasses and, there's a lot of ands, and by little change in the invertebrates. Also, relating to the corresponding system of rocks. Those would be the rocks that correspond to that time period. And then it says to see the geologic timetable. Yes, I shall. And Cenozoic is also a noun. Okay, next is Sense. C-E-N-S-E. There is a great Animaniac song from back in the day. This would have been the early 90s. uh, That's all about sense and all these different ways that you can use the word sense. Uh, or, or words that sound like sense. You know, there's this one, and then there's sense, C-E-N-T-S, like dollars and cents. There's your sense of smell. They go through all that. If I feel like it, maybe I'll put in a clip here. There is sense you can smell like cologne from Chanel or the sense of expensive perfume. 
There are scents of flowers we hope overpowers the kitty box next to your room. Phew. There's a sense of pride you have deep down inside. When you practice a sense of fair play. There are dollars and cents that you pay at a toll. Or the census man who is taking a poll. And a sense of confusion we're out of control. So this is a transitive verb from the 14th century. To perfume, especially with a censor. And that is C-E-N-S-E-R. It's very similar to the way my name sounds, Spencer. Uh, to perfume, especially with a censor. But I don't know what a censor is. Don't worry, that is our next word. But before we get to that, let's look at the etymology. It is probably short for incensin, which means to offer incense. Oh, and then yes, the, the word incense has sense in there. Uh, to perfume... I, I have not u- seen perfume used as a verb, so that's a little bit weird to me. Um, but uh, but yes, I mean, I guess to make something smell good, to put the smell out there, I guess you could say, uh, to perfume. Um, anyway, so uh, let's move on to censor. This is a noun from the 13th century. This is the thing that is doing the perfuming. It is a vessel for burning incense, especially a covered incense burner swung on chains in a religious ritual. Aha, so it's much more specific because I've never heard of that. I've heard of incense burners, but uh, you could also just say it's a censer. Uh, Okay, next is our last word, which is censer again, but it is spelled C-E-N-S-O-R. This is the first form. It is a noun from 1526 one a person who supervises conduct and morals as 1A. Or would it be morales? I think there would be an E if it were morale, right? But this one has no E. Anyway, 1A, an official who examines materials as publications or films for objectionable matter. I gotta say, I'm not a big agreer on this. That's not how you speak. Um, yeah, I, I just I just don't like the idea of censoring things. Anyway, let's move on to 1B. An official, as in time of war, who reads communications as letters and deletes material considered sensitive or harmful. 2. One or two magistrates of early Rome acting as census takers, assessors, and inspectors of morals and conduct. Ah, so this looks like it came from the word census. They were census takers, uh, but they were also inspectors of morals and conduct, so they became censors because they probably censored things. Number three, a hypothetical psychic agency that represses unacceptable notions before they reach consciousness. I've never heard of this, but it is, it's hypothetical, so theoretically it doesn't exist. Sensorial is an adjective. So yes, this is uh, from the Latin uh, it would, the censor, which is a Roman magistrate. They would probably say censor, though. Uh, from cancere, which means to give as one's opinion or assess. It is perhaps akin to the Sanskrit word samsati, which means he praises. But that doesn't make any sense to me. That he praises and then censoring things, deleting things... Uh, deciding what is moral, uh, th- those don't really make sense to me. So, But, you know, I guess there's some similarities with the Sanskrit word. Those are just my thoughts. Okay, so uh, that is it for today. We had cementation, cementite, cementish, cementitious, uh, cementum, cemetery, C-E-M-F, 
Senecal, Seen, Cenobite, Cenotaph, uh, Cenote, Cenozoic, Sense, Sensor, and Sensor. Hmm, I think I shall pick Sensor as the word of the episode, but not the last one, the one that is spelled C-E-N-S-E-R. Uh, it is the thing that uh, burns incense, um, I guess partly because, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, incense is nice. I haven't burned incense in a very, 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 very long time. Uh, but, you know, it's the thing that allows you to do that. And that's, you know, sometimes incense is nice. And also it sounds a lot like my name. So, okay, that is, oh, and then now I got to sing a song about censor. Do I really have to do this? Yes, Spencer, you said that you would do this, so you have to do this. A sensor is a thing that scents. What is sense? It's stuff that smells good. All right, let's talk about the holidays. I found a new holiday. No, I found I found a new holiday. Whoa, look at that holiday. It's It was just hanging out there. Nobody knew it. Uh, I found a new website for the fun holidays, so I'm going to use that instead. It gives a whole lot more. It is National Beer Day in the U.S. It's also World Health Day. It is International Day of Reflection on the 1994 Genocide Against the Tutsi in Rwanda. So that's good. Uh, It is also National Walking Day, so go take a walk. It is also... What else is it? In Belgium, it is homage to the Belgian soldiers deceased during peacekeeping missions. In Mozambique, it is Mozambican Women's Day. In Switzerland, I don't know what this means, but it is... Uh, Nafelser fart. <laughs> it's two words, Nafelser, and the word fart, F-A-H-R-T. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. If I'm not, that's okay. I like it anyway. What does it mean? I do not know. In Brazil, it is Press Day Brazil. Oh, and then also in Switzerland, why didn't you put these next to each other? It's <laughs> it's Farts Fest, F-A-H-R-T-S. F-E-S-T, Farts Fest. Is it the festival where they are praising the farts that come out of your your butt? Probably not, but that's what I would like to believe. Uh, Let's see, what else? It's Flag Day in Slovenia. It is Motherhood and Beauty Day in Armenia. In Tanzania, it is Sikh Abid Amani Karume Day. And what is our fun holiday? Oh, we're not going to use that website. That's bad, bad website. Okay, it is April 7th. As I said, it is National Beer Day. It is National No Housework Day. So don't do any housework. Don't do the dishes. Don't do any cleaning. Don't do any laundry. None of that stuff. Don't do it. And then, as mentioned, it's National Walking Day and National uh, World Health Day. By the way, this website also tells me all of the things that this month is. So maybe I should just say them right now since I'm on a new website. It is in April Couple Appreciation Month, Distracted Driving Awareness Month, Keep America Beautiful Month, Move More Month, I'm trying, National Decorating Month, National Garden Month, National Humor Month, every month is National Humor Month to me because I find all the months hilarious, National Internship Internship Awareness Month, National Pecan Month, ooh, let's have some pecan pie. National Pet Month, National Soft Pretzel Month. What about hard pretzels? Do they get their own month? National Soy Foods Month. Yes, maybe this month you can um, 
replace all of your meats with soy meats or other meats like that. Prevention of cruelty of animals month. This is good. Animals should not be... Uh, there, there should be no cruelty towards animals all over the world. Please and thank you. Scottish American Heritage Month. Sexual, uh, a sexual Assault Awareness Month. Yes, that should also be every month. And then Stress Awareness Month. Be very aware of your stress level and meditate and chill out. Well, that was a long enough episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Censored Dispensing Information. Goodbye.